Welcome to Mothers with Sons. It's a podcast for moms parenting young men. I'm Dennis Boyd, your host. Welcome to a new episode. Welcome to episode two, Understanding Adolescence. Understanding Adolescence. And what I want to do is I'm going to get us started with a quick story to really set the tone for this particular conversation, but I really anticipate and plan for this to be the foundation of all of our subsequent conversations and discussions. So I volunteer here in New York at the Queens District Attorney's Office in a program called the Second Chance Program. And this program is intended and it's designed to be a youth diversion program and an alternative to sentencing program for those who get involved in more serious crimes. And there's a story of a young man who came to the program and I'm going to change his name. His name is now his new name is Jonathan. And his story sticks with me because I think it is a story that kind of gives context for what actually occurs during adolescence. So here we go. So we have Jonathan. Jonathan gets arrested in a department store because he stole some underwear. First layer. Next layer. Prior to going into that department store, Jonathan was shopping in another department store and he purchased his jeans or his pants and shirts that I can recall and maybe a few other items. And he arrives at this second store with a bag that he already has. So if you're tracking, you probably can already understand and know that Jonathan arrives at this other store. He's walking around with this underwear in his hand and he at some point makes a decision to put the underwear in the bag that he arrives at the store with. And Jonathan walks around the store and he decides that he's going to walk past the final cash register and walk out the store. So security observing him on video actually apprehend Jonathan and they bring him back into the store and they summon the police. The police arrive and they look at the videotape and they see that Jonathan put the underwear in his bag and he walked past the point, the last point of checkout. Next layer. A little bit about Jonathan. Jonathan is a high school senior. He has a 4.0 average. Jonathan is the valedictorian. Jonathan also is the editor of the school newspaper. Jonathan is involved in a variety of extracurricular activities at school. And he has been like the stellar student. He's received tons of accolades because of um, his academic and social accomplishments and while he was in school. Next layer. I asked Jonathan during our panel interview, could you do me a favor and just explain what you were thinking in the moments leading up to that moment when you decided to put those underwear in your bag And he said initially his response was, you know, it was just a lapse in judgment. And I said, I can go with that. But could you do me a favor? Could you just explain like your thought process and what you were experiencing and what you were really thinking 
leading up to that moment, once you had the underwear in your in your bag and you're about to walk out the store knowing that you didn't pay for it. Jonathan says, you know, he is the guy who had done everything that everyone had told him to do. And he essentially has followed the path that has been laid out for him. He's just been the stellar student and he's done everything that everyone has expected him to do. And he's become everything that everyone expected him to be. And he went on and he talked a little bit more. And what stood out to me was this is that he said that, you know, he was feeling stress and the pressure of like meeting all of these expectations that other people had for him. He also talked a little bit about how as he was walking around the store and he had the underwear in his hand that, you know, he felt like this urge or like this adrenaline rush that came over him. And I asked him, could you talk a little bit more about that? And he said, it just felt like, you know, I felt like this urge to kind of be other than be something other than what everyone has expected me to be and to just kind of deviate from the path that everyone thinks that I should be on. And I was like, hmm, it's really interesting. And he said he put it in his bag. He knew it was wrong. He knew it was wrong. And he went on and he said, you know, it just seemed like he had this moment where he just kind of like blacked out. And that's when he decided, you know, he was going to leave the store. And I was just like, wow, really interesting. But what he noticed for himself is that he had felt the pressure from everyone else around him and outside of him to be something that he really didn't want to be at that particular time. And that he had just essentially laid or excuse me that he essentially had followed the path that people laid out for him and that he had just been, I'm going to paraphrase and say compliant and obedient. And my response is that's adolescence. That's adolescence. This is what occurs during adolescence. So Jonathan's manifestation or expression of adolescence ends up him stealing a pair of underwear that he actually could afford to pay for. Like he had the money had the credit card, had his debit card, like the money wasn't the issue. He had a temporary lapse in judgment. He had this urge to kind of fulfill and explore a path that he had never explored. Now, we can all agree that wasn't the right way, wasn't the right thing because of the end result. But it points to the impulsiveness of adolescence and the impulsiveness that occurs in adolescence. It also points to the urges and the rushes that they may get to take risks at this particular stage in their lives, not understanding the long-term consequences. So if you're a parent, if you're a mother and you're experiencing your son doing things that don't make any sense, just be patient with him. It's adolescence. It doesn't make him a bad son doesn't make him a bad individual. It is adolescence. And this is what teens go through. So be patient. Be compassionate. Be empathetic. And more importantly, be loving. Extend and show them love. 
because it's a very, very difficult part of development for them to go through. So if you have a Jonathan at home, be patient. It's adolescence. He'll be fine. Now, what I want to do is tell you what adolescence is and when it occurs. So adolescence is a stage of development that occurs after childhood and before early adulthood. And adolescence is most synonymous with puberty. Yes, puberty. Um, So the research that I've read says that adolescence can begin as early as 10 years old and can go as long as 24 years old, depending on the individual. That's the most recent research. The older research says that adolescence begins as early as 13 and goes to about the age of 19. I tend to err on the side of the newest uh, research because of what I've seen with the young men and the young people that I've been working with over the years. Um, But it's important to know that that's adolescent. It's that in between stage. It's that stage between childhood where they're just giddy and it's the other side of that is them on their way to becoming adults. So be patient with them because it's a very awkward stage. Now, there are three domains of adolescent development, three domains of adolescent development, and they're not in any particular order of importance. This is just the order that I happen to have them in. So there's the physical development, there's the social and emotional development, and there's the cognitive development. So in the physical development, what you will typically see is rapid growth. You'll notice things like their height, their weight. You'll particularly probably see that growth spurt. That's the summer where, you know, you see your son in June. He goes away for the summer or he goes away for a couple of weeks. He comes back and he has shot up and you find that you're either looking eye to eye with him or he may be kind of like looking down at you a little bit. Um, You'll find that, you know, they have more pubic hair. He's probably growing his mustache. You know, his underarms are probably a little funky. Um, His voice begins to change. Hormones are changing. And now he requires deodorant. And this is the stage where you need to have a conversation about hygiene, because more often than not, you're probably asking him, do you smell you? And he says, no, like you stink. And he says, no, I don't. That's adolescence. And it's just that there are changes occurring during this particular stage of development. Those are some of the physical changes that you probably have already recognized. Then there's the social and emotional development. And this is when they begin to explore their identity in their family of origin, in the context of their extended family, in their, with their friends and among their peers, in their extracurricular activities. So places like school, maybe places of worship, they're looking and they're trying to figure out who they are in these multiple or these various environments trying to figure out who they are and where they fit. So essentially they're trying to discover themselves. And that is a very difficult thing for adolescents to do 
because up until this point in their life, they've been told who they are. And now they're testing the boundaries and the truths or untruths of what they've been told to find out who they are in this process and what actually sticks and what they need to get rid of. So essentially what's occurring is how they are developing within these different relationships, how they see themselves in the context of these relationships. It impacts their self-esteem, their self-image, whether or not they feel emotionally safe. Do they feel loved? Do they feel accepted? And do they have a sense of belonging? So essentially they're looking to find themselves and at the same time, looking for a place where they feel like they're loved and belonged unconditionally, unconditionally. So one example is if an adolescent is made to feel as though they're not worthy of their peer group, they may begin to feel rejected or may have experiences with low grade or symptoms of depression. So imagine that, you know, you're, Growing up and, you know, you're in that awkward stage, you're 14 years old and last school year you had an average size foot and you get back in September and you wear a size 11, but you still have the body that you left with the previous year. Like you're going to be made fun of, like somebody's going to make fun of you. I did it as a kid. Like it's just what's going to happen. It's that place where they're, you know, awkward, you know, and sometimes some of them are clumsy. And they're looking for that acceptance. They're trying to fit into their peer group. They're trying to fit in and develop their own friendships and relationships. And to experience that rejection for so many of them is very, very damaging. And that's not including whether or not they're teased. Um, So that's something to also consider because that affects them emotionally and socially because they're trying to figure out where they fit in this stage of development where they're trying to find their own identity and discover themselves. That brings us to cognitive development and cognitive development refers to the brain. And what's going on here is the prefrontal cortex is developing and that's the region of the brain in the front of the brain and behind your forehead. And I think it's important to note that it's developing, it's not developed. And I don't say that to be sarcastic. I say it because oftentimes adolescents are treated as though that part of their brain is actually developed and it actually is not according to the science. So it's important also to note that this is the region of the brain that's responsible for reason, logic, impulse control. It's also where the this also this region of the brain is also responsible for risk taking and reasoning and these things are important because this is the essence and the crux of adolescence risk taking doing things that don't make sense to anyone other than them and their friends they are not able to or they're learning how to process things logically And to them, some of the things that they do make sense. And the impulsive behaviors that they exhibit, whether it's they say something, whether they do something, these are the things that occur during adolescence. So some examples of 
behaviors or things that they may exhibit that are related to cognitive development is this is a stage where they actually begin to test boundaries. They no longer want to comply. They say, you know, I don't want to, you, you know, they begin to realize that they have a choice or that they should have a choice. This is the stage where they begin to say, Hey, no one asks me if I wanted to go, you know, so they're beginning to formulate their own opinions. You know, this is where they actually begin to disagree with parents. You know, they are able to have more sophisticated conversations and on some levels and on some days they may not make sense to us as adults. But this is the part of their brain that's developing. So it requires a greater degree of patience. You know, this is where they really begin to demonstrate critical and analytical thinking. You know, this is where they begin to ask deeper probing questions and some adults feel intimidated or feel insulted that a teen is asking them questions or quote unquote questioning them. But this is a natural progression. This is a natural progression that teens and adolescents are going through. So if we're not willing to indulge them, we're actually an impediment to their development. We should welcome and invite those questions because it says that they're actively engaged and involved in the process of developing and discovering who they are in this big world that they're going to have to live in. And the one thing, the last thing that I'll offer that they do during this stage is they point out adult hypocrisy. They point out adult hypocrisy and I love them for it because, you know, as we mature as adults, we learn to do office politics. We learn to, to go along to get along. And we socially train ourselves to be accepted in environments that we're in. And during the teenage years, they don't know how to do that. All they know how to do is tell you the truth. And I love having these conversations with them in the school setting because they ask tons of questions. So these are the things that are going on, you know, cognitively and some examples of the expressions and what that may look like coming from adolescence. So that is a general overview of what's going on during adolescence. And it's important for you to know that those three domains are happening simultaneously. Like one doesn't stop for the other. They're all happening simultaneously. So as their brain is developing, their emotions are developing and they're going through physical changes as well. So these things are happening in real time. And I just keep reiterating that to just emphasize that your sons really need you to be patient with them. They need you to be empathetic. They need your compassion and they need your unconditional love. And I did say unconditional. They are going to do something or say something that makes zero sense in an adult world, but they're not adults. They are teens who are struggling and going through adolescence with a lot of socially emotional concerns and cognitive things that are occurring. And they don't know how to manage it. There are very few teens who have been able to have someone to sit them down and say, hey, this is what you're experiencing. And for those of you who have the resources, I certainly encourage, you know, 
if you can get your son into a clinician and someone who can help guide them through this process so that they have a sounding board, an objective sounding board, it'll be great for them. It'll be very, very beneficial. There's a PBS special inside the teenage brain that's about an hour investment of time that covers the brain in great detail and it is worth the investment in time. They show you this happening in real time in the context of real families. So if you have an hour to sit down to watch this, you won't be disappointed. I also have a link to an article, What Adolescents Need for Healthy Development. And if you're a person who reads or you want to hear or you want to read the science and get the research behind, you know, adolescent development in terms of things that they need, this is a great piece. I refer back to this as one of my staples. I have a link to that as well. And I am really excited to announce that I am offering coaching so if you're interested in having coaching individually or group coaching, you can find that information on the website and there's a link to that as well. And the last thing that I am super excited about is the complimentary webinars that I conduct monthly since um, June. Um, and we call I call these Ask Mr. Boyd. And what you do is when you register, you type in your question or questions that you have that you want answers to. And what I do is I research and provide answers that are comprehensive, but also helpful and given in layman's terms. And I put together a slideshow and what I do after the session, I email the slides out to everyone who um, registered for the webinar. And that has been very cool. It's been very rewarding for me. And the feedback that I've received has been very helpful for parents. And you get the opportunity to have your questions answered while you stay at home. Like I've done all the heavy lifting for you. And, you know, people have sent emails. I've emailed people resources after the webinar just because I recognized that there were some other things that they needed to, you know, kind of help them get through the challenge or that they may be facing or just may have just been a mom who needed more information to support her son. So I want to make sure that I'm available to you as a resource. Um, and I encourage you to leverage me for that as well. And for our next episode, we will be talking about preparing your son for the school year. You know, it's still early in the school year. We're still here in September. It's only been here in New York anyway, about two and a half weeks of school. So we want to give you some tools and some tips to help you get your son ready and so that he can be successful for the rest of the school year, being that they're less than a month in. That brings this episode to a close. On your journey of parenting, I want to leave you with the words of Jill Churchill. There's no way to be a perfect mother, but a million ways to be a good one. I hope you've been encouraged and inspired and on behalf of your sons, thank you.